Whenever you eat your food, your body produces hormones like insulin to help break down that food and use it as energy. But did you know that the mere sight of food can also trigger an insulin response? Let's talk about an interesting phenomenon known as the cephalic phase of insulin release and why it's important, especially if you have problems with snacking. Real quickly, what is insulin? It's a hormone produced by your pancreas that is released in response to the food that you've eaten. Its main purpose is to help your body pull the food from your bloodstream and use it as energy and other metabolic processes. Because it helps to pull sugar away from your bloodstream for use, it also helps to regulate your blood sugar levels. It's pretty well established that insulin is normally released once we've eaten food. But a less well-known mechanism is that insulin can be released even before we've eaten food in response to us just seeing or smelling food. This insulin release before we've eaten food is known as the cephalic phase of insulin release or CPIR. Now, how is this early or cephalic phase of insulin release different from normal insulin release? For one, CPIR can be triggered by the mere sight and smell of food while normal insulin release comes only from eating food. This is because CPIR starts up in the brain, which then activates the vagus nerve to cause the pancreas to release insulin. Normal insulin release starts when glucose from your meal directly stimulates receptors on your pancreas. So it starts right at the level of your pancreas in your gut. The CPIR also acts much faster, reaching a maximum within 2 to 5 minutes of a stimulus, while the regular phase can take 20 to 60 minutes after a meal to reach a maximum. However, the CPIR also releases much less overall insulin than normal release. It also primarily targets the liver, while a normal release targets the whole body. So it's activated when there's no food to digest yet and accounts for a small fraction, about 1-3% of the total insulin response. What does the CPIR do in the body? Well, it's believed that this helps with glucose control by getting your body ready to absorb sugar and energy even before the meal is eaten. Kind of like giving your body a running head start on the meal that you're about to have. Researchers were able to remove the CPIR in mice by bypassing the mouth and directly feeding glucose into the stomach. So mice were unable to taste or anticipate the glucose food and hence had no CPIR. They found that these mice suffered from glucose intolerance and were less able to effectively absorb the sugars from their meal. In humans, we know that people with a lessened CPIR have a weaker overall insulin response and poorer blood sugar control. In fact, recent research shows that obese individuals have a muted or weakened CPIR. One potential reason for why these individuals sometimes suffer from poor glucose control and seem to gain weight easier than non-obese individuals. But there are potential problems with CPIR. While it can be helpful to help you absorb the food you're about to eat, what happens if you're trying to avoid eating something? You see, insulin does more than just help us to absorb food. For one, it can also stimulate hunger and increase subsequent food intake. It's these other effects that could make CPIR problematic, especially if you don't intend to eat any food. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're trying to reduce your late night snacking, but as you walk by the kitchen, on your way to the washroom, you spot a bag of chips. 
all of a sudden, your brain stimulates a CPIR, and within minutes, your pancreas produces a small amount of insulin. This insulin is going to trigger a stronger appetite and prepare your body to potentially eat those chips later, even though you haven't touched them and really don't want to. And now all you can think about are those chips. The mere sight and thought of having those chips so conveniently available to you has just triggered a physiological response that is normally reserved for eating. This is one of the reasons why it's often recommended you remove all unhealthy snacks from your home if you're trying to combat snacking. Sometimes hiding snacks from sight is not enough, since the thought of being able to access them can trigger a CPIR. Fighting a temptation is often more difficult if the temptation is constantly present and available, like if you already had snacks in your room or home. Fighting a temptation becomes easier if the temptation is not available or difficult to access, like if you had to go to the store to buy snacks. I'll say that with online shopping, obtaining snacks can be almost too easy, so you may have to also stop browsing Amazon so often. Effectively avoiding unhealthy snacking is more than just not eating it. There are things that you can do to make it easier or more difficult for yourself. As before, I'm Dr. Brian Young bringing you weight loss info on this podcast. If you found this short podcast helpful, please consider following and subscribing to our podcast and share with someone you know can use the help.